guys watch the news or not watch the news but you guys see the twitter news about bernie dude i've been calling that shit for a while but this is the best possible way this could happen <laughs> rubes you know about this what about about uh bernie sanders he uh he's saying to vote for joe biden wow. so it turns out so it turns out that bernie sanders is a uh, is a puta yeah well he's probably just saving face for what he dude? no <laughs> Only face he had. Didn't he drop out of the election? No. He didn't, he suspended his campaign, which is essentially a dropout move. But it's one of those dropout moves that's like, well, if they don't go with Joe Biden, then I'll, you know, if you guys want to make it like that, that's kind of, he's just going to not campaign anymore. Yeah. But I don't know. I think he, uh, I think, I, I still agree with the mess, the platform of not me, us. And now that just excludes Bernie <laughs> from his own platform. Yeah, uh, it's not him, it's us. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that puta. We're doing our own shit now. This is our own program. <laughs> it's coming from the guy who literally wanted to suck Bernie's dick. Hey, that's different. I I still find him sexually attractive. There's nothing gay about that. There's nothing gay about wanting to suck uh, public figures. An older, yeah, an older man's Once penis. Again, nothing gay I'm asking it. you for your cock. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream last night. I woke up. I've been up since like 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning because I couldn't go back to bed after having this fucking dream where I was in this house and I walked into the bathroom and there's two showers and there's two giant crawdads taking a shower, right? And slowly the, the crawdads turn into, <clears throat> they turn into rich people. And then one of them wants me to suck his dick, but his hand is still crawdad. And we wound up getting a into an altercation that resulted in me killing him and then he turned into a person and then I got arrested and I was like, no, he's a crawdad and nobody believed me. <laughs> I was justified on your behalf. Thank you. you. I got totally sold out by like two or three different people who knew that guy was a crawdad. Whack, whack. I would have instantly been like, this man is a crawdad. You test the blood right now. <laughs> I'm not, look, I'm not an expert, but I will tell you right now, that is not human blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh shit! I can't believe I'm at work today. That literally—that's if you guys hear me out of breath, it's because I'm literally working while I'm potting. Because that's how we get down around here. Wait, what are you doing? What are you, where are you working? Um, so I can't tell you where I'm working, but okay. uh, my job—my job—I'm in—I'm in—I'm uh, in like the Bay Area, but um, I can tell you where he's working. Don't tell. Hey, why are you gonna tell people what <laughs> I'm working with the FBI? Hey, hey, dude. You know, you know the CIA is on him. Anyways, uh, no, I, what I, it's kind of difficult to explain what I do. Essentially, I'm an office bitch. That's the best way to describe oh, yeah. what I do. I forgot. Yeah. 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 I'm just, I, so what they have me doing today is moving furniture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, but it's sick to work. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It's nice to get a paycheck. Even yeah, is, that what is, they, fucking... is that what they told you? <laughs> <laughs> Like, rude ass, oh, dude, rude ass. Working is sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the 
That's what they want you to think. You're going to love it, dude. Just move this first. You fucking love this shit, dude. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie to you. I actually enjoy working. I know this sounds crazy, but, like, if you go back to, like, our fourth episode on our podcast, I describe my perfect life living in North Korea with my North Korean wife where I'm a potato farmer and I I don't have to think. I literally just get to wake up in the morning, water my potatoes. The government comes and takes what they need and leaves me like maybe six or seven potatoes and I eat that. That's fine. That's fine. That's the life. French fries and baked potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) There's other stuff you can do with potatoes. You know, I'm I'm cool with that. You want to move to Korea to continue eating American food? (laughs) (laughs) That's right, because I actually don't like Korean food at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's... I'm telling you, my ideal life is a life of just toil for no purpose. Like just digging in the dirt. My favorite job, the best job I ever had in my life, when I was like 13, 14, actually younger, I was like maybe 12. Um, I used to live in Orosi, California, which is a really fucked up place. It's like the closest you can get to the third world in America. Um, and like, I was there and it's an orchard town. And one of my first jobs ever, (laughs) one of my first, one of my first jobs ever was, um, I was a fucking, there's a, there's Harris Ranch, which is in like Salinas. You catch a bus to get there. Um, I used to shovel, I used to shovel shit for the ranch. Um, like, like cow shit. And then it's not, dude, it was like, it was three bucks an hour. Um, I woke up at five in the morning. I got off at five in the afternoon. I got fucking jacked as shit doing it. And then like, by the time that I got, like maybe after two years in, they said, you can go dig in the, you can go work on the orchard farm, like on the orchard. So it was much closer. And I was working on the orchard digging irrigation ditches. Cause you can't use backhoes on a lot of them. Cause the, the, when the ground is tilled, it's too soft. So the, the backhoe will sink. So you got to dig them by hand. And like, those things are like 32 feet long, Eight feet, uh, eight feet wide, eight feet deep, and you're you're literally digging all day, all year round. You're and like by the time you finish one, Until you got to out and bop me on the head and throw in a hole. Fucking, I was I was happy with that, dude. I've never been happier. Like I had a I had a little shitty CD player, and I had uh, LL Cool J's greatest hits, and I fucking just listened to that. I just listened to LL Cool J and uh, Usher and vibed while I was fucking digging ditches and like, oh, Tony, 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 I had a Tony, Tony, Tony CD. And literally I was just vibing, digging, it was cool. I didn't give a fuck. I had a corn CD too, that was sick. It was the Issues album. <laughs> That's the only corn album. The only <laughs> corn album that Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it was like literally the best job I ever had. If I could make the money that I'm making now and support everyone that I'm supporting now, doing the same job i would do it i would go back instantly that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) i'm so fucking sick of fucking i could fucking shovel stuff all fucking day forever digging stuff fuck that that's gonna fucking throw your back out (laughs) sooner or later dude i'm telling you right now my back is amazing i can lift insane amounts of things and carry stuff for days and never, I've never had a back spasm. I'm gonna knock on someone real quick, but <laughs> I've never had a, a back spasm or any kind of like back issue in my life. And I fucking broke my neck when I was 19 and like still nothing, like I'm fine. It's insane. 
Hell yeah. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> Were you listening to Buster Rhymes? Uh, so I had a tribe called Quest CD and Buster Rhymes was on one of the CDs that I had. <laughs> but like, yeah. Radio CD? The one that has the uh, I don't know. I, the one I had, I think, was uh, Low End Theory. Song called, yeah, it's for that city. I met because Buster Rhymes has a song called Breaking Neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I broke my neck riding a skateboard, which is the coolest way to do it. That's true. Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, never mind. I was going to say something. I, I, I literally just, like, I smacked a... I smacked the wall at like 32 miles an hour <laughs> on my skateboards going downhill and uh, it was pretty lit, not going to lie. <laughs> fucking, my brother was in the hospital long enough to watch all four Godfather movies. Oh, um, Jesus. Because he was fucking skateboarding down a hill and fucking <laughs> went flying and cracked his head open. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was fine. I, I, <laughs> I legitimately miss fucking skating. I miss it so much. It's I, the last time, the last major injury I had was I like about three years ago. I just shattered my ankle, like shattered it. It was there's hardly anything left. They had to replace the whole thing. It, it cost me everything that like cleaned out my bank account. I went bankrupt, and uh, I've been slowly climbing out of it ever since. But like I never, I never went back to skating. So. I live with a bunch of people that skateboard all the fucking time. Dude, I want to go back to the bed. Down, they were all like, what the fuck are we going to do? And then there was just like a flock in front of the house. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah. That shit's good. I saw I saw the inside of your little like pantry when we were potting. Because I was doing, well, because I was doing the, the editing. So I was like intimately inside of your little world for a little bit. Uh, you were <laughs> for, fucking like, an hour. the video too. Yeah, yeah. The oh. video's up on the Patreon. Cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it's only a dollar for all the people who want to watch videos. It's only a dollar. Um, but yeah, I did the, I did that. And then as I was doing that, like, I realized that you kind of lightweight live in a punk house, right? Is that what that is? Or Not lightweight. Just... It's definitely a punk house. Yeah. Dude, I, oh man, I fucking, I kind of, I, I'm not, so I moved into with these new two bougie roommates that I can't stand. But like, they're they're good for certain things. But fuck, I miss punk houses. I miss living in punk houses. I like miss it so bad. I you, lived you in the fucking uh, middle of fucking nowhere woods, like at a hippie commune for like five years. And the whole fucking time, I just miss being in the city and being in a fucking. I just want to be in a house with like twenty people, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, room and it's like a. It's our little apartment, you know. And it's nice because there's like a shitload of people between me and the door. I like, I was totally, we were living in a bus for a while and not like a short bus, not a big bus. Like uh, constantly worried about people fucking with us all the fucking time. And having like 10 people in a, between me and the front door is like phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I fucking love it. It's like I can practically in the attic over here or whatever, but I can just chill here forever. The rent's super cheap. Like, I don't know. No, I, I had to, I went and sold out. I went and sold out for a fucking comfort and complexity of Silicon Valley life, and I fucking can't stand it. 
Um, but I mean, it comes with perks. I can take care of my my family, like my mom and my brother and sister, and my extended family, like Rube and, and Ileana and everybody else that I care about. I can help them out yeah. if they ever needed it, which is so fucking nice. That, sounds, be, that doesn't sound like selling out to me. That sounds it's, like, sell, it's selling out, bro, because if, if I didn't give a fuck about anybody, then I would literally just be like, I'd be like sucking and fucking in a punk house. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'd be doing, dude. So now you just up. move the furniture and shit. Yeah, now I'm just moving furniture like a bitch in an office. <laughs> At least you get out of the fucking house, man. I'm just in this fucking thing. And like, there's nowhere to fucking go because everywhere is closed. And I'm just like, I got my little room. And we're all trying to social distance. So we got to like take turns. We walk down the hallway and shit. Yeah. Like, it's super weird. There's like 11 people here. And so like, half the people, you know, we're like dealing with this shit by like, just phasing out. Like, only video games. Only just bleh. Like, everyone else was like, are they chill? Like, that guy's been drunk for, like, way too long. And, like, <laughs> you know, sneaking away to go to underground pinball was, like, this issue that people were fighting over that I don't even know if it actually happened or not. Underground like, pinball is underground pinball tournament was, like, a thing that people were yelling at each other about. And I was like, That's who sick, the dude. fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. Yeah, I, I, uh, my roommate is losing his fucking mind because um, I've been with my mom all last week because she got sick. So it wasn't COVID; it was something else. But I went over there to go take care of her. I bought her groceries and you know did the whole good son routine. Um, I can't stand this woman, but you know you know how it is. But I, uh, <laughs> I was there and then I came back home and yesterday was my first night home and I come in and my roommate's just watching hentai. With nice. like, just and I mean, his girlfriend is there, and she's like cooking. I think she was making like, like just yo. They can't cook for shit. The other day, I literally watched them heat up a can of corn, like in the can on the stove. They just open, wow. they pop the top, peel the, peel the, and literally just straight corn. But she was, I think she was making like lasagna out the box, and like, like you know the the kind you just microwave. But they put it in the, they removed it from the microwave thing, and put it in a in a bakeable pan and baked it and i don't to me just fucking make lasagna that's literally it's so much it's such a better payoff and less time consuming than to do all that work for some shitty anyway i was mad about that but i come in and there and he's like just watching a hentai with his no pants on and the hard ass dick in his undies and he's wearing uh what are those fucking called um a kimono like a silk kimono (laughs) hell yes and i'm just like What's up, dude? And he's like, it's no phase. He's not phased at all. He turns around. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, fuck. Yes! <laughs> this is this is madness. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god, I I did not miss them at all. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh my god. But in so the Silicon Valley, the rent situation in the Silicon Valley is so fucked up that you will like your only real options are like live in a punk house that are that like i think the punk house that i lived in was in san jose and that shit was legitimately condemned yeah like like the roof caved in at one point and we literally they're lucky that i was fucking there and i knew how to how to re-roof the shit so we pulled our money together and i just did it myself and i will admit that that house is still falling apart but the roof looks good (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um but you know like i'm I've literally learned how to be handy growing up 
I mean, growing up Mexican, you have to learn how to be handy. But the other thing, too, is that if you live in punk houses, uh, that's like a perfect practice space to just learn how to read drywall shit and do all kinds of stuff. Um, and I, I did. Like, every punk house I went into, I always try to leave it a little better than I fucking left it or than I got, got into it. But now where I'm at, my roommates don't do punk house stuff like, you know, like get too drunk or piss on the floor or fucking sleep in my mattress on accident. <laughs> like none of that shit ever happens. Uh, but instead they do different things. Like um, I had a little like self-sustainable garden in the back and I was really proud of it and it was growing and it was like super sick. And I said, hey, I'm going to be gone for a week. Can you guys water it? Not only do they let yeah. it die, not only do they fucking let it die, that was all our food. Like literally it was they let all the food rot on it and I was fucking pissed and then uh, they, I can't yell at them because in a punk house when you yell at people you know you guys go on later and you drink about it but if I yelled at these guys they would cry and then call the police <laughs> <laughs> so I have to just kind of deal with it I was like yeah it's okay that you guys killed all our food and I have to start actually paying money to these motherfuckers that's fine So that's fucks man that's totally they don't even want to go to the store or anything either, right? <laughs> no, they don't. I go. I shop. I do all the shopping. They're afraid. They'll pay me for it, but like, it's still, it's not, it's not cool. Yeah, that's pretty garbage. Yeah. We had this fucking setup up in the mountains. Um, we grow. We had like a two acres of garden, and we had like, there'd be like eight people that were there since last year, right? Any, any given time. And then there's a group of people that was like passing through. And uh, we'd make these giant fucking gardens and we'd go out for this fucking fall uh, food run. We'd go down the mountain, go to town, which was like 30 miles away. Sometimes you had to walk and like, like down the mountain to get to the car or whatever, a couple miles. And like, these motherfuckers would show up like on Thanksgiving. These fucking like faded face, like, you know, dreadlocks to your ass, hippies, showing up straight from the fucking rainbow gathering. I swear to God, like every time we just did the winter food run and we're like hiking this shit up in the snow, these motherfuckers show up just in time to eat it. It's fucking insane how fucking stupid. And these people that stay of the fucking that set of people that don't fucking help with anything are the same motherfuckers that have opinions about the garden next year and always want to rewild it. This is why, like, anyway, that's a long fucking introduction to fucking, uh, were you guys seeing any of the fucking asteroid mining discourse on Twitter? No, no, but, no, but I can tell you one thing. The gayest possible thing you could ever do is mine an asteroid. It's yeah, right? <laughs> that makes it good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both it's gay in all the senses. I literally just that's that's the addition to my Twitter discourse. Anything about space is incredibly gay. You read into that however you want to read into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good filter, actually, motherfucker. Like, good, stay. Yeah, yeah. All right, then fine. You can stay behind, dude. I'm gonna go to space and suck and fuck. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah, that's my new that's my new tactic about discourse on Twitter. <laughs> Somebody left us a one star review on fucking Apple Podcast, whatever the fuck, and they were like, "These motherfuckers are just some drunken wingnuts that want power." And I was like, "Yeah, actually, I mean, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll stay drunk and I'll get power. That sounds good." 
<laughs> I I had someone uh, accuse me of being racist against Mexicans, um, and on like on SoundCloud, and I was like, "Bro, I'm Mexican," and he's like, "Yeah, but you're white passing," and I'm like, "Bro, that's seasonal." <laughs> and he, he did not answer, so he just like blocked me. But yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, so, asteroid mining, who, like, you know my theory about getting into space is that, like, it, it takes, it takes, it's in a, in a roundabout fucked up way, it takes a lot of capital, it takes a lot of, like, almost like hyper-financialization to get into space. So how do, how, you know, all the social services, it's not a big deal, you know? I'm like, (laughs) Oh, you want to go to space? How are you going to pay for it? I'm like, I don't know. How are we going to pay for fucking Medicare for all? Which is fucking... Well, you defund the military. You have time, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, bro. Like, I'm being serious. Defund the military. 1,000%. Yeah, exactly. But What the but, fuck are they doing in space? Just replace yeah, no. that shit with good shit. <laughs> I, uh... No, I think... I, I honestly think so. Like... I don't know. Did you see my my platform? I'm gonna run for president. I'm not even kidding you. In 2028, I'm doing it. If fucking Berman Supreme can do it, I got this. I got the shit in the bag. I'm the I'm the Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna have like 30 vice presidents. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna re uh, furnish the Oval Office, dude. (laughs) Yeah, the Secretary of the Interior is gonna literally be an interior designer. Yeah. Uh, no, I think talking about like getting into space, like one of the literally one of the things that I was talking about on like my little Twitter platform that I was like outlining, I was ta- I was saying like we could defund every single like law enforcement agency overnight and then see who still has money. Right. Because then, you know, that these motherfuckers are crooked because if you literally said, all right, the state's going to cut the checks. Uh, we're no longer paying the police. We're no longer paying the FBI. We're no longer paying the CIA. We're no longer paying the NSA, the ATF. None of you motherfuckers are getting paid. I think the only people who will actually be fucked and not have money is the ATF. Because I mean, Roxanne was pretty good. What? Oh, goddamn it! Dude. Are you talking about <laughs> like you, motherfucker? <laughs> Way to undercut my whole shit. No, I'm serious. I think, <laughs> like, what? Billions of dollars go to state, local, like locally funded police forces, and a lot of these guys are just like, just doing like these stupid power trips of buying tanks. For what? For who? Who are you doing this for? Right? If you're fucking like Ferguson, Missouri has fucking actually they actually had literal APCs on yep. deck. Ferguson, Missouri doesn't close. even. Yeah, how the fuck? Where the fuck? Before are they all that shit, that? Something so close, actually. Yes, I'm saying, bro. Before all the fucking 2016 Michael Brown uh, BLM fucking movement, before any of that kicked off, they had the money to buy APCs. Yeah. Why? How? Where did that come from? I actually know about that fucking program. They just fucking, the government got all this shit in Iraq, and then, like, the older shit, they just started selling on the cheap to police departments over here, because they were seeing in Iraq, like, oh, this is like, actually, anybody can do this. You can just get a fucking gas station drone put a fucking grenade on it and fly it at anything and yeah. like it was working 
And so they were like, actually, we need APCs in every fucking small town in America. Because they also, at the same time, saw the fucking Occupy shit and the fucking Standing Rock shit coming. They saw that shit from fucking miles away. And Ferguson oh, yeah. on about to fucking happen for years. And like, the uh, they were ready for it. They were like, already had the fucking budget to like, this is why Obama is a piece of shit, man. Because he like oh, totally yeah. planned all that shit and did all this shit and like like because he's black we don't criticize him that's like really the only reason well he's his whole shit is about liberalism right like he's peak yeah. liberalism which is that like i don't give a shit yeah he's a he's aware my here he's a here's my resume ass motherfucker yeah right? exactly like i don't have to do anything here's my resume fuck off that like all right cool man you did all this shit but you actually didn't do fucking anything like yeah. what we need and i was trying to explain this to somebody a while ago uh that Donald Trump is the, and I got a lot of people got mad at me for this one, but Donald Trump is our first Marxist president. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to so, explain that one. That's right, people, are, people are real fucking mad at me for this take, but he's he's a Marxist because he doesn't operate from us from ideology, whereas Obama and every president before him did, right? Uh, every president before him operates on some level with ideology they believe in something obama believed that the road and path to american salvation was just getting one side to agree with the other side and then everything would work out he met mitch mcconnell who was just like actually that's not the case the only side that matters is the side that pays me and you motherfuckers aren't paying me so i'm gonna shut the congress down which is essentially what he did with the republican vote that's why uh they, the house got taken back now it's mostly republican i mean all of that shit is, is tied into the fact that they were operating from the ideology of capital pays my bills so i'm gonna protect capital um right. and then uh but if you look at like donald trump the moment that the corona shit like kicked off donald trump was like hey what if we had ubi and that's because <laughs> that's because the motherfucker doesn't believe in anything he just believes in like what will make him the most popular what what the people need your ideology though he's like no he's no he's anti-ideology his own his real only ideology is egoism which is you have to believe in me no he is the class interest of the upper crust like he's the yes yes and no you know like harvey weinstein's dick of the upper crust (laughs) but okay so in that way then in that way he's also a great heuristic in radicalizing people yeah. Right? Because it's really difficult to fucking ignore that shit and to say, well, you know, he said this one thing because he's not saying that shit. And in that way, he's radi- he's he's a Marxist by making other Marxists. He's <laughs> radicalizing the shit out of people. There are wine moms on Facebook that I know that used to be like, you know, maybe Donald Trump isn't so bad. The economy's not really doing that bad. And then literally, because their savings are wiped out, they're like, we need to fucking militarize today. <laughs> <laughs> These are, these are wine moms named Sharon who fucking don't, you know, they haven't worked and only their husbands, you know, fucking, they don't do shit. And it's like, now these motherfuckers are radicalized. They're on the same, they're like QEP Newton, right? Like, they're ready to, 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 they, I'm telling you right now that they're ready. They, they don't realize that they're ready, but they're ready. Like, they're ready. I'm, you know, I, but I'm saying that, like, you wouldn't have that without a Donald Trump presidency. So in, I guess in that really shitty way, 
I'm kind of grateful that he's radicalizing so many people. It's nice because I don't like Hillary Clinton. We wouldn't. It wouldn't be this radical. Nobody would. People would be like, you know, well, we got a female president, so it's all good. There was some kind of war going on. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely. Border's always been a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, all of that shit is good. That Donald Trump is exposing all this raw. But I don't think he operates from ideology. Sorry. I don't think he operates from ideology. I think it's my conception of ideology is different. Yeah, because ideology is 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 belief. It's just it's belief in the thing in it in and of itself. Meaning, like you believe this shit is real, even if there is evidence to the contrary of it, right? Okay. Donald Trump does not have that. He's very materialistic. He's a he's a materialist, right? And for him, okay, this is why I was confused. Is because I always. are you still? I think I lost you. So, like, you have the class structure of a society, right? And then mm-hmm. the. Are you still, I keep losing you. Are you still there? Yeah, I can't hear anything. Yeah, I can't. Are you good? That's what I always thought ideology was. Uh, I, so, like, you, ideology. Explain that whole last part because I lost you. I couldn't hear you. Ah. Um. So, like, the the state puts anti- ideology into you in school and as police, right? They enforce. Uh, certain sets of social norms or whatever that are designed to create types of minds and those types of minds reproduce this society for the next generation, right? I always thought that of like like ideology is like the format of social reproduction or something, you know? Uh, Ideology is where is where like commodity and material no longer exist. Like essentially where there is no, there is like so the material reality of situations is that there's thousands of people that are starving in america there are not thousands there are millions of people who are hungry who are starving who are out of work who are looking for for a better situation for a better life but legitimately won't seek that out using the means that they have meaning like seizing the means of production and things like that they literally yeah. won't do any of that stuff because in their minds they're not poor they're not broke america number one baby we're fucking out here doing it 1776 these colors don't run you know what i'm saying like that's ideology. The material, <sighs> condi- the material conditions of how we actually live speak wildly different from how we see it, right? And so, the, there's this quote that like, no such, there's no such thing as a poor American, just a temporarily embarrassed millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's literally how all Americans feel in their heart. Like knowing that Donald Trump is capitalizing on that, but he's a materialist in the sense that he believes the bullshit. But he also has the material reality to back it up, right? Whereas all the other ones are trying to sell you on some bullshit, and they're trying to give you, hey, uh, you need to buy into this program. I'm actually not going to give you anything, but you need to buy into this. And he governs entirely out of spite. So he's just like, UBI, fuck it. Every other every other uh, politician That's would be like... He's like yeah. the one free person. Yeah. He's the only American. Yeah, he really <laughs> is. He's the, he's our, yeah, he's, he's a batshit insane psychopath, but so are every, every single American is that, right? And in fact, I would say the reason why Bernie did not win, or Bernie could never have won, is because he's not a batshit insane fucking psychopath. Yeah. If I was, if you I was Bernie Sanders, okay. <laughs> oh dude, if I was Bernie Sanders, I would have been like, the moment that fucking, you know, Elizabeth Warren tried to accuse me of lying, I would have been like, I am Bernie Sanders, I'm going to tell you. Fuck that bitch. And, me, and I would have fucking won. And I would have won. Because 
none of the <laughs> shit that people care about, actually, they actually care about. Right? Nobody gives a shit about the things that they say that they give a shit about because their material condition and their ideology are two different factors. Right? You have to realize that. Donald Trump doesn't realize that. He's like ass backwards stumbled into it. Right? He is <laughs> the opposite for him. His material reality enforces his ideology, not the other way around. Right? It's like. <laughs> So yeah, he's a, he's a he's a Marxist. He's a he's a he's gonna complete the Hegelian dialectic, the German ideal. Some kind of fucking German ideal. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's gonna get another four years. It's oh gonna be no, great. he's gonna straight up just say, "Hey, no elections are allowed." Yeah. I guarantee this. Oh, he's gonna use Corona to cancel elections easily. They already fucking did. Well, like, they're going to do it. Here's how they're going to do it, right? They're going to start letting... They're going to open up, like, probably the end of April. Like, uh, early May. Maybe even late May. They'll open up everything again. Because they can't take the economy tanking the way that it is. They can't support the... Uh, they're going to put as many people back to work as they need to to prevent, like, a cohesion in the... In the to prevent the riots from becoming a cohesive force. Yeah, of course. And then when they do that, right? When they do that, after they open up the economy, there's going to be another spike because we're not over this shit. Yeah. Right. There's going to be a huge spike of people, and it's going to be mutated now, so it'll be much deadlier. People will be dying in the streets. It'll be awful. It'll be like fucking the Spanish flu and the bubonic plague wrapped up in one. Because it used to be back in the day, people would just talk about it. Now we visually get to see this ride on our phones. It's in our face constantly. And when that happens, Donald Trump will be like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe elections aren't safe. Maybe we just don't need elections." And then he'll yeah. get it. He'll get it, and then fucking um, the the backslide into American, uh, what is it? Uh, American dictatorship will become a thing, and the only way that that's gonna be stopped is uh, like a military coup, like a like a junta. You don't think it should be stopped? I think the the junta is easier to knock over than the uh, elected dictatorship of. You know the elected hegemony. Uh, we don't really have choices in the elections anyway, so why why waste all the fucking time organizing to fucking put a loser in again? When like even if Bernie Sanders got into office, he couldn't fucking do shit, you know. <laughs> but if we had a generalissimo up there that like people could see as like not just Trump, but like as like the epitome of evil, then all the wine moms would be on it. You know, like all these people who have this ideology of um, you could have like some sort of national resistance shit actually happen, you know, like the libertarians and the socialists could hang out. Um, but also, fuck that. I don't know. Fuck America, man. America has to be destroyed. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm running in 2028 on the platform of destruction of America. Look, I got the Latino vote. Let's just be real here. I got it. <laughs> right? And by, by 2028, it's going to be like 70% Latino Amer like Latino in America. So, yo, I'm ready for this, dude. I'm ready to be the first king, uh, god emperor of America. And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the... Mu I'm going to be the Muad'Dib of... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be the Muad'Dib of America. I mean, my, my, my only question for you is corn or flour? Uh, corn always, yeah. forever. 
You're gonna lose, dude. Yeah. Oh wow, you think I'm gonna lose? Yeah, I'm gonna lose. Oh wow, you don't know shit, dude. You've never used my ease in your life. You never used the the maseca in your life. Does a the transfer <laughs> is yellow corn. <laughs> Well, this is why I have you as an advisor, Rube. This is why you're my my VP. <laughs> I can't believe Tra- the Olin isn't on here. He no, would have extreme opinions about this whole scenario. <laughs> about this scenario? If you don't eat his tortillas. <laughs> um, yeah, they have to be handmade too. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to fucking factory made on corn tortillas. Are you kidding me? I mean, like. I do, but just because I have to, right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, I get out of like desperation. So, in on my platform, every American will get homemade corn tortillas. They're one thousand. <laughs> yeah, from, 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 from the government. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> a pot, government issue tortillas. A chicken, a chicken for every pot and an abuela for every home. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that so is uh, yeah, a, Safeway, exactly. a Safeway chicken. And yeah. a stack of 800 tortillas made by hand. Made by hand. That's it. Right there. That's my platform. You going to vote for me? You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know. I'll get the vote, dude. I know. I'm telling you right now. 2028. I just need to start raising funds. I need to start like going to like fundraisers and being like, look, I don't give a fuck about your shitty politics. Listen, do you want tortillas? Yes or no? I'm going I'm to just, a- just go up there as your advisor and talk to everybody and be like, you know what? Anybody who doesn't vote for this man, they're not a real Mexican. Right there. Right there. Everybody, get extra fucked up about it though. You could be like anyone who does vote for this man, honorary Mexican. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. They're invited to the quince, bro. They're good. <laughs> yeah, you get you get a can of menudo with your care package. That's what I'm saying, dude. And then uh, you get um. What's the... Oh, man, I just had it. Oh, there's a... I promise. I personally promise that the Mali lady on every street corner. <laughs> I promise that. I promise that. In, in my America, doesn't matter rain, sleet, snow, or shine, I will nationalize the Mali ladies. I will create a Tamale lady union, and I will nationalize it. <laughs> yeah, Elote guys don't get tickets anymore. Yeah, no, exactly. Elote guys are free to roam the lands, like Buffalo. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, dude. We're, we're like about to start some elote guy like gang wars. Dude. <laughs> no, do you know they work together? They pool all their resources. The elote, the elote labor union. <laughs> you take, you take your shitty ass cayenne and cottage cheese to the other corner. <laughs> dude, did I tell you that? Um, I saw, I saw, uh, in, um, fucking San Francisco, like maybe five or six months before the pandemic really hit, I was at a cart. Like I was like I was driving around, and I saw a little like it was like a really nice cart. Like it was like a food truck, but it was a cart, and it was pushed by these two white ladies. And it was in a lote place that literally it was. A, but I like looked at it, and it was like you said, like cottage cheese and cream cheese on on corn, and I was disgusted. That's disgusting. Everybody knows it's parmesan, yeah. mayonnaise, and butter. Exactly. And then the tahin. What? The little tahin sauce, that little, like, oh, not the... Ch- pepper. I know, dude, I like tahin. You put tahin on it. Next level. Um, you put tahin on it. Well, well, I'm not voting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I lost the vote. <laughs> <laughs> I lost what my day. about this? <laughs> the tahin gate? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Dang. 
Well, I will not survive. Dude, all the taco carts in Chicago right now are fucking under... So they there was a coal plant in a little village over there, and they fucking blew it up. Mm -hmm. They, like, shut it down a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And then just recently, my brother sent me the news that instead of, like, dismantling it and removing it, they just blew it up. It's not a big deal. Like, it, it was shut down because it was, like, putting cancerous fucking shit in the air, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, you can see these pictures from Little Village right now. Like, you can't see 10 feet because they fucking blew it up. They, and, like, now there's just coal dust across the whole fucking southwest side of Chicago. Wow, sweet Jesus. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, well, and they, I, like, it. it's the, the government won't hold the people responsible for that accountable. So, like, that's oh, why, like... Know. I always try to explain to people, like, a lot of people don't realize this, but they think, well, the government did that. And I'm like, you're half right. The government is responsible for not going after the people who did that. And that's why you should be mad at the government. But really, yeah. you should and be like mad in Chicago, at the so, Like, the way Chicago works, the government just does crazy shit. And, like, what are you going to do? Tell them to fucking not yeah, do it's it Yeah, that's not the way it works. So, you can't fight the state. You can't, right? You don't have the infrastructure... You don't have the ability to do any of that stuff. You can't fight it. But what you can fight is the corporation that did it, right? And how do you fight them? Well, you don't fight them in the legal realm. Sabotage, right? They got they got other right. like fucking animal liberation people fucking dismantled the uh, was it not Abbott Labs? It was some other one that was doing animal mm -hmm. testing. It's like a famous mm -hmm. thing. All the fucking CIA, FBI, alphabet soup motherfuckers have like all this fucking books on it and shit because they dismantled a corporation that was like internationally financed to the ground, mm -hmm. just annihilated it. Yeah, because and then you know that's fucking you can do that. Corporation people, you can. Yeah, if they can do it, anybody. Yeah, can you do can it. fight. You can fight corporations. You can't fight the government, but if you defund corporations and you defund enough corporations, you defund the government, and that's what I keep trying to explain mm -hmm. to people. Right, like a lot of people don't seem to have that. They can't. They can't make that jump. In their minds, it makes sense that well, the oh, government is bad. Sorry, <laughs> it's all good. It's, the government, they're in their minds, are like, oh, the government is bad. But uh, you know, uh, McDonald's is my friend, <laughs> right? Or Disney. yeah, for a second there, I was like, wait a minute, we just get fucking megaphoned out of the fucking internet. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking at a link, a, a picture, and I clicked on the link, and it sent me to a YouTube video. Sick. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> no, the government's on. The CIA is onto us. I think. I think Ruben is my CIA handler. I think he's just playing dumb. He's. <laughs> yeah, he, he was assigned to me. I guarantee you that. He was <laughs> I was talking on the phone to my friend the other day, mm -hmm. and like. We're talking about all this fucking corona shit and i was like man one of these rednecks is gonna shoot up a fucking hospital or something mm -hmm. and like that's what i was looking at the next fucking day somebody tried to shoot up a fucking hospital and the fbi like and got them before they got there or whatever and every time the fbi actually prevents a crime right you know that they set that crime up oh so yeah i was like like oh shit they like heard my idea they're like we're just gonna go ahead and uh we're gonna do that know. yeah we're gonna go ahead and do that well, so I'm part of later, we had an episode where we were talking about stealing trains, and a guy tried to drive a train into a hospital. I literally just got done listening to that that, that episode. That episode's sick, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I want I want to I want to steal the train now. I'm not kidding you. They're <laughs> gonna send someone to mug you, and then they're gonna save you. This is that fucked up America stuff with the Joe Exotic type flavor of life. Like all the 
most fucked up of us are like doing all the fucking cool shit. Like Killdozer, that shit is cool. Oh yeah, stealing that guy's fucking, is fucking sick. cool. But like stealing a train and crashing it into a hospital is not cool. No, that's not cool. Um, unless Christopher Dorner. Christopher Dorner was the last true American hero. Like that's yeah. it. There's no more American heroes after that. It's true. You know, you know who Christopher Dorner is right. I was drunk for two days when Joe Stack flew his plane into the IRS building, so I thought it was a great idea, and I got drunk for another two days and publicly advocated for it, but it turns <laughs> out he's not that great. That <laughs> Kid Rock was the last great American hero. He <laughs> said Kid Rock. <laughs> um, he's the first great American hero. <laughs> oh, God damn it, dude. He's the No, he's Florida's hero. That's what people... That's different. That's an entirely different. Florida is a separate country from America. Wait, right? I thought that was Scarface. What? I thought Scarface was Florida's hero. No, 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 no. That's South. That's like Southern Florida. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't trust. This is why I never and will never go to Florida. And I don't trust Florida because the further north you go, the deeper into the south you go, which just doesn't like make any sense to me. And it bothers me just on a like very like on a on a Whittingstein level. The, the language of that just doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm, I'm never going to fuck with Florida in my life. In fact, no, it's not even fucking land, man. No, I've, I've literally met, I've met people that I'm vibing with, having a good time at a party. I'm going to hook up with them. And then I'm like, oh, where are you from? And they're like, oh, I'm from, they're like, I'm from Flagpole, Florida. I'm like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't want to fuck anymore. I'm out. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm out later. Sorry. Yeah. It's hot and wet down there. You don't know what's growing. I don't. It's disgusting. Florida's. Uh, I. But here's the thing, though. If someone wanted to pay for my flight to Florida, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll be. I'll pack my bags tomorrow. Fucking let's party. Let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like Cuban food. I'll go to Miami easily. I'll go to Miami. Miami is just. It's Cuba. It's it's American Cuba. I'm with that. I'm, I fuck with that heavily. <laughs> Miami is fucked up. Um, <laughs> Literally currently searching up alligators versus crocodiles. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I think I forgot which one's bigger. So you were getting to something close because I legit so legitimately my whole vibe is I'm anti CIA and because of that I'm a CIA scholar. I know so many fucked up things about the CIA. Every single book or article or anything that has anything like tangentially to do with the CIA, I'm all over oh. that shit. And Dude. like, yeah. We should play the game. What's the game? The fucking, um, okay, so who's, I for, oh, fuck, I forget the name of it. Uh, asset or Liability is the mm. name of the game. Mm. So Noam Chomsky, Asset uh, or asset. Liability. Asset, big asset. time. Yeah, totally manufacturing asset. consent is like, it's a it's a guide and a play to it's a playbook it's a playbook on how to manufacture consent. I don't Thank think anyone I don't think anybody read it like that. They read it as like, oh wow, it's but like the CIA legitimately didn't know how to do it until he wrote about it. Right. So yeah. So right, yeah, there's there's we can just go down the list. We had let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously Biden. We'll just check the you know test the so, machinery. Biden, li liability, liability, not he's an asset. Liability. He's a total liability. He will delegitimize the American democracy if he gets elected. If he doesn't get elected, I honestly think that Donald Trump is an asset in the sense that because uh, the CIA has one thing in mind, and it always did, and it always will, and that yeah. is 
the protection of American business interest, not the protection of Americans, right? Right. And Donald Trump is good for business, regardless yeah. of whatever the fuck you say. Joe Biden is not good for business. You know why? Because that is a fucking brain-addled old man. He will fucking delegitimize uh, our our current like shitty dem- democratic dictatorship that we're under. Uh, Donald Trump will keep the keep the wheels spinning. So yeah, uh, liability. All right. Who else? Fucking um, Lizzo. Asset, big time. She was on the <laughs> she was on the booty Joe's chain. And there's a thing. I fucking love. I fucking love. Ah oh, man, I love me a thick bitch. So it's hard for me to say this. It's hard for me to say because I love. Oh man, she's perfect for an me. Asset with assets. Yeah, she's an asset with assets. Do you know how much I would pay to just pick her up? Just to just, <laughs> just to hold her in my arms. It would be fucking amazing. I would pay. I would give my entire life savings to do that. To hold her for like you know twenty seconds. I don't care. I, I'm I'm all about lifting up gigantic women like that. So. It sucks for me that she's a that she's an asset. It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I feel like she's a liability. How? Bro, she was on. Yeah, she was on uh, Booty Judge's payroll. That's bad. I mean, anybody is just she just says a bunch of dumb shit all the time. Yeah, but that's what the CIA wants. <laughs> they want people to to listen to dumb shit. Like, what was it? She like put. This DoorDash guy or whatever it was, Postmates—I don't fucking remember. Oh yeah, well that's that's the CIA de- delegitimizing the uh, the American labor force through Lizzo. <laughs> exactly. Everybody fucking loves Lizzo, and they're looking at her butt, and then it turns around and she's like, "Hey, why form a union?" Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's brain is just like goo out the yeah. fucking nose. Yeah, they're like, "Well, Lizzo said unions are bad, so then therefore they're bad." <laughs> and if you and if you say unions are good, that's racism and it's sizeism. Then you're like, fuck. All right, whatever. Yeah, that's why you got to de- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's fucked up. That's fucked up, dude. I can't yeah. win. I can't argue with that. I agree. Uh, all right, uh, yo, Jeffrey Epstein, liability, not an asset. Maybe. I'm no, like he was an asset, and then he became a liability. Yeah, that, that's what. I, yeah, he became. He was that. He was an asset at one point, and then he became a liability because his lifestyle was too wild. The man was on too hot of a. He was on too I'm much of a hot stuff on this dream, man. This dream. So it was totally the fucking Epstein house. It was totally Epstein's, and I like walked in on it, and it was that vibe where like, oh shit, I have to kill him because if it gets out that I saw them being crawdads, then they're gonna fucking kill me. And then one of the crawdads totally got away, man. And it's still out there. And that's fucking Ghislaine. How the fuck do you pronounce that lady's name? Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine? Ghislaine, yeah. Robert Maxwell's daughter. The Robert Maxwell was the Israeli super spy. Uh, Well, he was a British. He was a British intelligence asset and technically a CIA intelligence asset. But like that was underplayed. But he was literally considered the super spy of the Israeli intelligence service. And uh, he died on... Uh, his boat called the Lady Ghislaine, and he died under very mysterious circumstances. Some say he was pushed off of his boat, but others say he was drunk and fell off, but his body was never recovered all the same. And, like, he put Epstein, I think he put Epstein into contact with, like, uh, the intelligence community. Not Bear Stearns. 
not like not his connections at Bear Stearns, even though that is a big spooky hotspot for spooks. So, I I would say, like, it's definitely Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell is the is the what is it? She's the um, she's the Svengali to uh, Epstein's Pinocchio. You know. Huh. Huh. Okay, Svengali. Yeah, Svengali. Oh, Svengali is the CIA, bro. Svengali is the CIA, straight up. He's not an asset. He is. That is, but is it good with Alfredo? Svengali sauce. Yo, he's tossed out. Svengali, right? You're talking about local TV Svengali, that comes out of the comes out of the coffin every episode. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Svengali from from Pinocchio. That guy's name is Svengali. No, so Pinocchio, so Pinocchio's master or Pinocchio's father—I don't remember his name—but do you remember what? Geppetto, yeah, Geppetto. Uh, Geppetto's, um, Geppetto's, or not? When Geppetto gave life to Pinocchio, and Pinocchio ran away to it go was be with the donkey. Poured over this entire big bowl of Svengooli pasta all over him. <laughs> God damn no! He's a real Italian boy. <laughs> The real fucking Italian. The real fucking Italian over here. No. Uh, Why you think his nose was so big? <laughs> no, he um. Sorry. When mom. he went to the, when he went to the Italian uh, when he went to the Italian lost boy or not the Italian. God damn it! When he went to the lost boy <laughs> island. God, you fucking assholes. When he went, when went when to, to, when he went to Sicily. When he went to the island of lost boys, where they turned into donkeys. The guy who was convincing them to go was Svengali or Svenguli. He was huh? like, he was the, he was like a puppet master, but he wasn't an actual puppet master because he didn't actually. He was just tricking the boys to go onto the island and right. be fucking. The and chef become Blair, he was the real puppet master scenario. Yeah, he become at yeah. Svenguli's teacher was Chef Boyardee, dude. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, dude. Do you see why I keep Ruben on? Because if not, the shit just goes so deep into, like, if it's just me talking with people, it goes so deep into, and into some fucked up territory where I'm literally just talking about how the CIA is responsible for everything and, like, the JFK assassination was a good thing. And, like, <laughs> and people get mad at me. People immediately get mad at me. And Ruben has to come in with a dumb joke and, it's, and I'm rescued and I'm saved. <laughs> Um, I think I'm gonna stop recording. I think I got some shit to do uh, in your future. Oh, but, good, uh, it has been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, do you, can I can I do a quick plug before we before I get out of here? Yeah, plug plug all the uh, yeah. So you can uh, interact with me on Twitter. I'm incredibly online on Twitter at at ain't underscore show. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud. You can give us a dollar for our Patreon. It literally only costs a dollar. Uh, we update every Sunday with video. Now um, we will. We yeah, we're we're all over the place. We're gonna be on Spotify. Uh, you can catch us on Anchor FM soon. Uh, we'll be all over the place. Uh, thank you for letting us on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and if anybody wants to find me on Twitter, it's under Banana B A A N A A N A. And uh, yeah, I don't know why you'd want to contact me. Uh, just send me a DM though, feet pics, or like a good Svengooli recipe, you know? <laughs> Anything's <laughs> out.
Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you.